Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to a special pop-up episode of Fed Heads. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. And we, what we were going to do was we were just going to have a pop-up episode this week to wish each other a Merry Christmas. And I hope you had a great Christmas, by the way, and we'll cover that later. And say Happy New Year, and we're excited about a new fourth season of Fed Heads that will start after the first of the year. And you're never going to guess who popped up. Who? Howard Mortman of C-SPAN, who is one of your dearest friends and who's one of the funniest people I know. Is, has again? Po- yes, has popped up with us again. And what I th- what, the reason I think this is particularly apropos, Howard, is because, as you well know, Robert and I are about two of the biggest goys that are walking around Washington. And so it makes, uh, I think, for a very nice rounding out of things to bring you on uh, especially because you have a book to plug, which is the best reason in the world to have a guest on. It's great to see you, Howard. Happy New Year as New Year approaches. I hope you had a terrific Hanukkah and all of that jazz. Welcome. It's great to see you. Thank you. I, I have to apologize. I think I, I stepped into the wrong... Uh, I, I was looking for the Gleekfeld Bar Mitzvah. I might... I might. <laughs> I misstepped here. apologize for that. Well, but well Our listeners are going to be so confused already. I hope they haven't changed channels. No, you can't do that in a podcast. You just turn it off and go to something else. It's not quite the same, uh, Rob. See, Howard, so here's the deal. We're, 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 now, we're about to be four years into this thing, and Robert's still not quite sure how it works. Uh, how it works, though, is... Is this thing on? Yeah, there you go. Can you hear me? Listen, Howard, you, you got a book to plug, so just plug it, and I want to ask you some questions about it. The book is called When Rabbis Bless Congress, The Great American Story of Jewish Prayers on Capitol Hill. How many pages? You know, it's funny you ask that, because I actually have an answer. The um, I can tell you that the, uh, the number of pages in this book, and Robert, you will know that shortly, because you should let your listeners know you bought uh, the hard copy, and I'm holding it right here to the audio. So everybody- yeah, hold it up to the microphone so people can see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, this book has 325 pages. The uh, Robert uh, set a great example for your listeners. He used a special code on our website for this book, uh, called Mortman Signed, where if if you you not only if you use that code, not only do you get the book, I sign it for you. Wow! And and you get a discount. But the thing is, if you pay full price, you get all the pages. Oh. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Um, so so there you go. Oh, who knows what I'll miss. By the way, I've, if this book does well, thanks to this podcast, if this book does well, and it goes to the second printing, I have a joke. Uh, I have a joke. I'm already going to use the joke. Now, I'll tell you what the joke is if it goes to second printing. I went to a second printing uh, because the first one got smeared. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty. That's a great line. Uh, I, I can pretty confidently say, though, based on looking at the download numbers, if the book does well, it's not because of this podcast. Well, Sorry, you can pull out now. You can pull out now. Right. We, if you've changed your mind about being associated with this podcast, Howard, we won't be offended. Where was the moment that you said, this is something I should write a book about? Because I imagine this is not a topic that was something you could just sit down and do in an afternoon. At what point did you decide, this is how I want to spend a certain period of my life? There's a big picture and a small picture. The small picture is flat out, I've always wanted to write a book. So, I mean, that's just like one track. The big picture of why this one at this time. Now, Francis, we've talked about this on your wonderful podcast before. You and I used to be, you used to work at C-SPAN. I work at C-SPAN. When you were there, you probably watched a lot of Congress uh, when you were there. 
and I, for my job, communications director C-SPAN, I, I have the house and the Senate on all day long. So I've all, so that's just my job. My job is to watch that's Congress. Terrible. I've always, I've always been intrigued and curious by the very first thing Congress does every session. And the very first thing they do every session is pray. There's a chaplain who opens each session of the house, each session of the, of, of the, uh, of the Senate. They pray even before there's a pledge of allegiance. Um, so this is the very first thing. And it looks like nothing else that happens during the day. So just as a curiosity, as a novelty, the, the whole tradition going back to the very beginning of Congress just intrigued me. It looked like nothing else. There's no fighting, no, no anger, no voting, no debates, just a, a prayer to God. So just like as a concept, it, it just intrigued me. There are times when the chaplain who leads the prayer is not there. Um, and they have a guest chaplain who fills in. Basically, the old, uh, you know, the guest host for Johnny Carson, you know, like the Joan Rivers uh, fills in and gives the prayer. Uh, and, perfect, and, perfect analogy. Right. So, Hopefully with the, better plastic surgery. Totally. Well, <laughs> if you've seen some of them, but that's a whole different wow. matter. Um, now, on the rarest, rarest of occasions, there's a rabbi who fills in. And that's where this story begins. I, I will admit to your public, to your pod, pod, podcasting public listeners, I'm Jewish. You are? Oh, I my know. God. Isn't that something? Oh, wow. And so just I always got intrigued huh? with the rabbis who gave these prayers in Congress. So about six years ago, the, the journey is a six-year journey of taking notes, of searching for rabbis who have given prayers using the C-SPAN video before there was C-SPAN using the congressional record, going back to 18, 1860, the first prayer from a rabbi in Congress, cataloging them all, putting them all on a Google sheet, a Google Excel sheet, and came up with a list of over 400 rabbis who have given over 600 prayers in Congress. And then doing everything wrong, I did everything you're not supposed to do. I wrote the book before I, before I found anybody interested in, in publishing it. So I actually had the book written. And then I started to market it. Now, it will come as a zero surprise to you, Francis, and to you, Robert. You want to know what the market is for a book about rabbis who pray in Congress? Oh, I would think it's just tremendous, Howard. I would think that they're... Everybody's, you know, I'm like the Tom Clancy here. It's like, you know, stop with your pitches. Stop. All you all are winners. No, no, it's zero. Zero is the market for, uh -oh. for this. Except I was blessed, I was fortunate, blessed with one publisher in Boston called Academic Studies Press. They said, we get it. We know what you're doing. We want to do it. And they published it. Now, Academic Studies Press is kind of interesting. They specialize in two types of books, um, uh, Jewish books and Slavic books. And I'm not from Slavia. That's right. where I know it from. That's where I know it from. Exactly. That's for, I got to steal that one. That's, yeah, actually, I, I'll tinker a little bit. I want to steal the concept on it. That's where I know it from. No tinkering, just credit. Yeah. Just credit. No, just and do it. Just do the joke. Nobody will know. Nobody listens to this podcast. <laughs> So, so there. So that's the, that's the genesis. That's the origin story. That's pretty great. Um, this obviously was a work of love because, with all due respect, I kind of had a sense that there was not a huge audience for this work, but it was something that you thought was important and worth memorializing, making sure that people knew that this body of work, that this group of people was doing this work uh, and presenting it in such an important venue. Yeah, and uh, all. This is a serious point here. This is not a book. This is not me. This is a book of other people. It, it is their story, and it, you know, it's not. It's not a memoir of Howard Mortman. It's not 
My Life by Howard Mortman. This is the life of other people and what they've said. The really neat thing about this project is I've met a lot of not only rabbis, but uh, chaplains, but, uh, clergymen, uh, uh, ministers, non-Jewish men of the cloth and women of the cloth along this journey. And I've treasured that. And, and I've just I've reached there. I'll tell you one quick story is that I put all the prayers from rabbis onto YouTube um, the, for whom there's video. And one of there's a rabbi, Maurice Lyons, opened the set in 1994 from St. Louis. He since died. But his family, on the anniversary of his death a couple months ago, uh, the Jewish tradition, the anniversary is called a yard site. They were Googling for, for their grandfather, Rabbi Maurice Lyons, and came upon his prayer in the Senate in 1994 from video that I had posted on YouTube. And I had done this mechanically as part of my research, but they found it, and they were grandchildren never heard his voice before. Not a lot of know he prayed in the Senate. They sent me a note saying, this is great. We, we don't know anything about this. I replied back, this is even greater for me to meet you. I've they have this personal connection with you. So, you know, it's just it's like there are many different wonderful ways that this project gives back to the people who participated. Is there a funny line in here? Is there a funny angle? There's got to be because Howard's hilarious. There is. I will tell you this. And Robert, thank I you should uh, for transparency for your listeners. Robert bought about 50 or 60 copies. So I, I hope uh, <laughs> the listeners can top that. He must have got the discount. He must have got the Right, the bulk discount. By the way, this I, I will answer. I promise. The, I promise I will answer your question about the funniest one. Believe it or not, you can actually uh, buy this book. Uh, it's sold, and I, I am not joking. It is sold online at Walmart and Target. Uh, they 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 have somehow they have this book, and I as I say, if you if you buy from Walmart and you don't like the book, you can return it and get a lot of rolls of toilet paper uh, instead. It's, it's a whole, hold on. Hold on to the receipt. Is what I'm saying. Just hold on to the receipt. It's 324 pages, though, so you could even if you didn't return didn't. it, you could still use it for a lot of toilet paper. So, Robert, to answer your question, I'm going to give you a spoiler here. One of my bizarrely favorite favorite comedy parts of this is um, back before you weren't supposed to cite Bill Cosby. Uh, one of the rabbis um, did uh, cite Bill Cosby uh, like a couple years before he turned bad as as a font of wisdom. And you'll see that in the book. And it's and and the thing about it is he was this rabbi from Evanston, Illinois, uh, is a very observant uh, Lubavitcher rabbi, and he cites the brilliance of Bill Cosby. I won't give away any more. You're not going to get any more away from me out of this. Uh, this is suspenseful, uh, action-packed. Uh, there, you'll love the car chases, by the way, uh, and the, the firefights. Uh, <laughs> in the book. Uh, and the way it ends is you won't see the ending. But it won't it'll surprise you. It's, I did see I, I did see a meditation episode on my meditation app where someone uh, blessedly read aloud um, the EU's new privacy regulation uh, as part of their sleep uh, uh, meditation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I could I could set you up. I could set you up, Howard. As, as a first-time author, the answer is whatever sells the product. <laughs> Howard, it's great to hear you again. I just hope you sell as many of these as humanly possible. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Great being with you. Happy New Year. And uh, may 2021 treat us all better than 2020. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. 
connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.